dedicated to the vibes in this bitch That's what the fuck is gonna go on Just listen, I don't wanna talk to you guys really to the beat drops Wash over you, my game. And if I wake up right now, it's gonna be so Hello, good morning, good evening, good morrow, good Lena, good dinner, whenever the fuck you listen to this. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. How you doing? What you doing? Get some of that new system. Mm. It's what? It's. It is a wonderful, gloomy Saturday here. Welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast, another live episode. Thank you for tuning in to the funkiest podcast on TGN. You know what? I really feel like we could. That's we, a we thing. Are, we are the funkiest podcast on the network. Stanking is me. You know, not to like toot our horn too much, but like we the funkiest and I feel like we have the, the most wonderfulest conversationist. As well, I feel like we're up there. I feel like we're definitely at the tippy for the funkiest. I feel like that's like a. We, we yeah, are, we I'm gonna efforts. take that. I'll too. The funkiest. Damn, we don't got a horn thing on here, dude. One of them things is horns. I don't know which one of them things it is, but no, one actually, of them. Damn, thing, we really don't have horns. That's crazy. It might be on beep, on, beep, beep, beep. on there somewhere, but you oh, gotta put it on. The, yeah, you whatever, man. Uh, play your horn at the house for us. Bah, bah, for being, yeah, do that. <laughs> Get a ladder, jump, and aggressively like pelvic thrust on somebody. No, 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 no. And those niggas are aggressive at like like dancing, but like nah, it's, it's there's it's a lot of bumps. There's no amount. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say I have the best sex ever, but I think I've done pretty well in the sex department. And though none of it look like the shit that y'all be doing, and I think I could be relatively open in adventures, but ain't no jumping off of trees to land on nobody's crotch. It's just the 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 Hawkeye level aim, you know, like because you have to like he has to get right in. I mean, you got to think about it from from a dance standpoint. You're not really getting in there, so yeah, getting in between the legs is takes decent aim. But if you was actually butt naked trying to like land perfectly, you're not going to do that. You're going to break something. I feel like like just the stress of the moment. Like we're getting all she's getting all just al dente. Just it's like (laughs) it's like flip flop. I'll jump, but it'll be flip flopping. Then I have to because I'm just like. Slot. Yeah, I'm not. I'd be nervous to jump. Full. full you know what? Throttle, I'm, yeah, that's crazy. And, and I have to make it in here, or I miss, and something's going. If, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. even feel like there's sexy music when you play that. As soon as you jump, it's just <laughs> 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 I'm Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, there's your dick. Like, was it? Uh, was it Bethany Benz? <sighs> hey, they have fuck her. They have a new Jackass movie coming out. Yeah. I'm so excited. But they're. A fucking childhood, man. I feel like it's going to be, you know, like when you learn the magic tricks and they reveal how it was done. Part yeah. of me is like, at some point, we're going to be revealed, like, yeah, we did these stunts, but 
we also didn't we we didn't do them as dangerously as you thought we did. I know I'm not the only nigga, but it's okay because y'all don't have to admit it that like saw one and thought that you were gonna have like jackass moment for niggas. We spent like 30 minutes, and I was like, oh no, this is not for us. This is white boy shit. Uh, you know what? I got like half a scrape. I was like, oh fuck, nigga, I almost died. Like this that is crazy. Used, Let me go back to like regular yeah, shit. That used to be a thing, but I feel like now. I mean, we had the crate challenge last year. So we can't really say anything is quote unquote I didn't do white that. boy. I didn't do it, but yeah, didn't do when that. it comes to social media, when it comes to getting attention and clout and all that other stuff, people will do any. How many challenges on social media have we had? The cinnamon challenge, the ice yeah, bucket challenge, the 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 crate challenge. We've had a ton of challenges. The planking thing the was plank- that a challenge or was planking that just- on things? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember we've had so many different variations of things that people will try. That's why aliens don't invade us. They just feel like they'd be picking on the weak. Yeah, like they just be like, "This is stupid." It's like picking on the silly kid in class. Like, yeah, yeah, that's like we're gonna wait till they get a little bit smarter. We're gonna be waiting forever. (laughs) The Anunnaki are never coming back. Them niggas took that gold and they'll never come back here. To a completely different realm. I respect it. I wouldn't come back here either. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with this. This is just like, you know, like, man, we had a good time, baby. Like, we fucked for three weeks, but I'm not coming back. We're not going together. Right. Like, that's what we are to the universe. Like. That, that, I'm actually, that kind of ties into our topic, but we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that just yet. So, for those listening live, whether you're listening on the TGN radio app, we appreciate you for downloading and participating. Don't forget that you can participate in the chat and, like, you can be a part of this conversation, too. You don't have to be a spectator. Or you're watching live on YouTube or Facebook and you can see us, hey, out there in TV land. Everyone, thank you for tuning in. Or you know what else you could do? You could be like a cool listener and then you could like reach out and then you get to be on the fucking show. Even better. Because that actually, that that plays a role in today as well. Like we we have guests here for the show, people that are going to participate in the conversation with us. And like when you think, when we're joking, when we say like anybody is welcome. Mm -hmm. Let's bring them. We literally have people that reach out and want to be on. We, we don't have, we don't discriminate against anybody. Everybody is welcome on the show. So for our guests, feel free to introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are, where you come from, what you do. If you want to go into that or promote that, or just just share the people, share with the people a little bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Nina. I do radio. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You jumped right. I know this is your profession. You jumped right into it. We can't see you. What does that mean? You forgot we were supposed to see you? Where at? It's like your phone. Oh, oh you thought we was that's emailing? what that email was. Lord. Emailing you for no reason? But I was in the, like, me- just, in the meantime, we're going to let my man's up here because yeah. he's up yeah. here. He's, he's ready. up here. He's, he's ready. ready to go. We can and see he's him. been fucking just chilling. Corey's a dope man. So, Corey, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Tell them who you are, how you're feeling, where you're from, all this other good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, what's, what's going on, uh, everybody? I'm Corey Mitchell. Uh, I'm originally from Queens, New York, raised in Connecticut. Um, I live in Atlanta, Georgia now. And um, I had a couple of things, uh, like a couple of projects that I got out on YouTube now, and it's pretty much pertaining to um, just just uh, some of the good fathers out here mm-hmm. that's really trying to really be a father. Right. And the obstacles that they have to jump through or, or you know, kind of fight. And the things, the crazy thing is the things that they have to fight, they shouldn't have to fight. Right. And uh, 
I just I want to bring awareness to some of these mothers um, that's creating these these obstacles. If that makes sense. No, it makes complete um, sense. So, um, you know, we 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 can dig into it. <laughs> <laughs> we, you definitely come to the right yeah. place to discuss this we type can, of topic. We can, we can get into it. Yeah, and these from Queens in Atlanta. Yeah, this man, this man is dangerous. Yeah, I was, saying, like, I was like, he went from Queens to, from Queens to Atlanta. He's traversed life, boy. <laughs> and, and you're talking about like we got to talk about some positive stuff when it comes to black men. You are a dangerous individual because there are definitely two places that are not super like uplift the black man friendly. Yeah, hey, Corey. Unfortunately, is, Corey out here, boy. He's friendly. ready for war. Boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I understand it. We'll come back. Did you figure it out? You need some help. Listen, man. Listen. I got it. You got it. Where you gonna put it? Okay, but this is my question. I'm gonna have to check in because my flight is tomorrow. So if I like check in, that's gonna mess it up later. You can right. you can come back in. It's okay. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, as long as you got the link, you can come back in. Just find whatever ankle looks good. Did, did you enter? You didn't enter. Lobby. Y'all like my shirt? We can't see it. Oh wait, y'all like my shirt? You see it? No, no sure. you gotta enter. You can't, I, I didn't enter yet. No. Oh my gosh, I don't see it. bro. Yeah, see. Okay. Okay. There we go. The Boom. type of authenticity you there. there. Boop. There it is. Look, okay. at, look, look at God. Now you gotta turn the volume down and mute yourself. All right. It's a process that we want to hear. Echo. Echo. There you go. Now you good. Thank you. We got you. Okay. So find your angle so all the people can see how wonderful they. There it is. Now you can show your shirt and show it all the people. Oh, this is my shirt. Move, move, move the head, the head I, wrap stuff. I support this shirt. This yeah, and here. I saved this shirt for this podcast. Oh. I'm so proud. I didn't even wear it. She's been in the closet for 10 years. But this, this is the time. Get on his dick, not his nerve. That's Absolutely. a soundbite. I'm really, I'm going to use that. We're going <laughs> that's, to. That's, that is that's going, going up. That is going on this board right here. Boy, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, cause that fits into the topic of, of what it. Corey wants to bring in, too. As far as like, you know, make sure you're doing the right things to support this individual. Make sure you're, you're actually paying attention to supporting them properly as opposed to stressing somebody out and making the situation way worse than it has to be. They're killing me outside, boy, and I got to come home and fight your ass. That's right. boy shit. What uh, old girl say in Queen and Slim, like out there, he ain't <laughs> shit. But in here, we're supposed to make him feel like he's somebody special. We're supposed to, but we don't. We don't go always ahead do and that. just. Oh, you? What you say? Because I'm just gonna make it. I'm gonna make it a whole lot easier for everybody. Her. This is just. Look at me, bro. Damn, yeah. this is. Now, crazy. if you need to check your flight, we could just eliminate the phone thing, and you could just. Use oh this. hell yeah! Okay, let's do that. So let's let's just maneuvers. Yep. We support everybody. Go and get yourself together. Okay. Thank so. you. Oh shit! Oh, see, I'm gonna die. Okay, now we got it together. So. There's. Can you see you? Because I can't see you up there. We yet. can't. We can't. You got to look. Look at the. Can you see yourself? Oh, I'm still on here. Okay. So we're gonna kick that, <laughs> and we're gonna lot. add this. Yes. <laughs> and oh, look, this fucking live and boom. Unedited. Yeah. Okay. You know how we do it. There we go, week. kids. Everything's good. We're here now. We're gonna talk about stuff. <laughs> no, she, she got to introduce herself. Remember, she didn't get to do that because she she got sidetracked and wanted to show the shirt that could nobody see. Damn. <laughs> 
So, Nina the MC, welcome, a listener of the pod. <laughs> Tell them who you are, where you come from, what you do, okay. what you represent. I'm really, listen, I'm having like a, a fan moment. Like I said, I watch you guys on YouTube all the time. So, like, to see myself on YouTube, like, <laughs> this is crazy. That's a pod, brother, crazy. right there, goddammit. I uh, came to L.A. this weekend to visit my brother, and I'm like, oh, snap, I'm in L.A. Podcast is in L.A. Like, ooh. This is good. And here I go. Oh, this is crazy. Hi, I'm Nina. Uh, I do radio, different states, uh, but I'm based in Dallas, Texas. And uh, yeah. She went to the best I school talk ever. for guys. a living. Yeah, yeah. Grambling State she University graduate. Fuck, man, it's such a great school. HBCU. One more time. Grambling, <laughs> the Grambling State oh, University. Do you know anything about that school? Just some, a little bit. <laughs> just ti- teeny tiny bit. How do you know? It, just a little bit. Like, it was a place that I. They, t- they got like a good four years of my life <laughs> and then they gave me this paper yeah. that I didn't use properly. Like I use it, but like I definitely <laughs> didn't use it for what, it, what I got it in. It's a poster on the wall. It's a good Mine fucking poster. It's on the wall. Yep. It's definitely on the wall. It's on the, the mantle at my mama's house. Fair enough. With yeah. a little bit of dust on it. With a, just a little bit. Mine too. Like mm-hmm. my, I did this for my mom. This is my mama's degree. No, she definitely, she takes pride in that. I don't like, I, like she reps. You know what? They both, her and and me, and me Padre, they both have way more gear than me. I don't know what, like it's new shit. I thought about bringing you something. I promise I no, did. No, they got new shit. It don't matter. They have new shit uh, as of like through, a, mu- a month ago. And I'm like, when the fuck did you? She's like, I'm a, a traverse. You can't find anything else online, but you fuck with the Gremlin fucking website. You know that one. She's like, yeah. All right, cool, nigga, whatever. You're good. She'll have our merch before we have our merch. No, that ass. We got to mm-hmm. get you a sweatshirt for real. We do. We got we yeah. to get you us more gram stuff. Well, both mm-hmm. of y'all, if I if I like send two sweatshirts in, can the show be then like Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, baby, Absolutely. Baby, say less. Say I, less. I, I represent. I was that's where I was going to go, but I got I, the white folks coerced me with a scholarship to go elsewhere. I mean, I'm a, <laughs> but, you know. Oh, while we're talking about HBCUs, Happy belated birthday to my Sarah's and yep. also happy Founders Day to the K's on today. Just oh, showing y'all love. Ain't none too. of them on that show today. <laughs> Protect the Reds at all costs. Oh, okay. that. oh, listen, I was trying to be nice. Protect the Reds at all costs. All right, Coleman, you. see, y'all got that's the on love. We that's got on the record. Coleman love. So yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this is the important people. <laughs> all that is important. But transitioning today to, to our topic. So originally, one of the questions that we kind of posed on the Instagram this week was like, how much is too much before it kills you? Like understanding boundaries, understanding barriers, understanding thresholds, mm-hmm. when to understand the need of cutting something off, when to understand how much something, how much damage it's doing to you, so to speak. Or if there's something too little, because that does work in both ways when it comes to the spectrum. Am I not getting enough of something that I need? So how little is too little, and is that killing me? Or how much is too much, and is it killing me? So, you know, that's something that kind of comes up. Some of the topics that we may ask on the show, I come up with it or I think about it based on what I've talked with my clients about in session throughout the week. And a lot of them, some of their traumas, some of their struggles, some of their pains and frustrations come from lack of boundaries or unhealthy boundaries within relationships, unhealthy boundaries with themselves. Um how to manage that, how to deal with it, how to empower yourself in the midst of it and deal with it to where it doesn't deal with you. But I did want to kind of go to Corey. So especially with the topic that you're talking about as far as being a present father, being a good father, being involved, wanting to be the role that you have 
been thrust into as a father, but there are boundaries and barriers that prevent you from doing so. First of all, for you, what are some of your red flag boundaries within that type of situation? Mm -hmm. And then also, how do you help manage it to keep yourself as sane as possible? Um, it, a, a lot of it is, is, is uh, circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in my opinion, uh, you gotta have, if you're not with the mother, right? You, you gotta have somewhat of a cordial relationship. It doesn't have to be where you're the best of friends, right. but at the same time, you shouldn't be enemies either. Right. Right. Because it's, it's, it's about co-parenting, right? You got to co-parent and try to uh, work together. So, friends, so I give you examples. So, for instance, in my situation, um, I have visitation with my son. So, it's it's like, but you know, I, I got the basic visitation, mm-hmm. right? Where the courts said, "Hey, um, you you can have you, you can see your son every other weekend, and you can get him." Uh, two weeks out the summer and um, you guys can alternate on the holidays or, or, or whatever. Right. But a lot of times what interferes in that is if your child has, let's say extracurricular activities. So he may have baseball on the weekends, mm-hmm. you know, he may even have a job, you know? So, so, you know, when you're talking fairness, that time that I do have, you got to split that time up because it depends on what your child has going on. Right. And so I just think it's important that the, that, that the, that the mother can come kind of say, you know what, you know, the child is doing too much. This is, this is father time. Let him have that time. Right. You know, but if you got a selfish, selfish person, Right. They're not going to see what your circumstances are and try to accommodate you in any kind of way. And then in turn, what happens is the child feels like you're pulling them. You're pulling them this way. The mother's pulling them that way. And then, you know, it, it, can, it can really get. Uh, I don't know where the child gets hurt right. in the middle. Right. You know, so. I, I can understand. Like, it's tough. It's, it's tough because you you know it's just tough because the mother has to really be on board, right? Mm-hmm. I can understand like the the struggle of a healthy boundary. Like a lot of us, we don't have healthy boundaries with ourselves, but we also don't understand how having unhealthy boundaries with other people causes detriment to everybody involved. So even like within this situation, even. Even if you have some sort of spite against me, you having an unhealthy boundary with me not only hurts me, it limits the ability for you to be supported by me, but it also hurts our child within this circumstance as well. My question would be like, and anybody can share your thoughts Mm -hmm. on this, but when it comes to these situations, we already know that more times than not, men are going to get the short end of the stick when it comes to the visitation and things of that nature. And we know, especially in our community, how, how important it is to have a father be involved in the household. One, from a cultural standpoint, why are we letting white judges tell us how to run black families? Two, 
why are we letting people that don't understand the importance of what's needed in our community govern something that they won't have to reap the consequences of? Because we ourselves don't understand the priority of what's important in our community. Like, for instance, sometimes we sat up here and talked about, you know, the main conversation when it comes to man is like, provide, provide, provide. But you only look at provisions as a financial thing. If I think about provisions as what the men in my life have provided me, provided me with an example, provided me with perspective, provided me with things that I've learned about manhood through them, things I've learned about women and also other sides of manhood, like through the females in my life. But... If I don't have these interactions, then I can't. Then I don't become whoever the fuck. You know, if you like me, thank y'all. But I don't become this cool nigga I am today. But that's contingent on the fact that I had a dope ass mother who recognized that me and his issues don't stop him from being a good father. Like I had a lot of interactions with my my parents are divorced, but never in across the divorce was my mother like fuck him. Well, take that back. She said fuck him, but because fuck she him, said but fuck you him. Going over there this yeah, weekend. no, there was actual conversations. You know, because you as a kid, you just like that's my mom. Fuck nigga. I said fuck him because I don't like him about this. That ain't got shit to do with you. That's your dad. Shut the fuck up and get in the car. Right. So having. You know, and I guess I would give her her props for being just a fucking well-rounded human being. But I got to give my dad his props for choosing somebody who, at the end of the day, you don't pick someone. And I know this is kind of a, you know, pick a kind of thing out of the hat because everybody ain't crazy when you first meet them. Everybody bring the representative. But the idea is to be like, all right, man, we finna do the kid thing. In the event that you and me stop fucking with each other, are you going to be some dickhead? Because that has nothing to do with me raising this kid. I like to fuck these hoes. Just because I like to fuck. I might tell him, man, hey, I got wayward dick. You don't do this because that's what messed up me and your mama. Right. Like, you can't, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't rob me of my ability to teach, man. Yeah, like, please, I might please. be an amazing coach, but I was, I was dog shit in the league. I'm not in the Hall of Fame, but I'm a good-ass coach. Right. Understanding your, your boundaries, understanding your biases. If I know that guy, I got a whole bias as a daddy, I know yeah. I can't put that whole bias on my child. I can't teach them that. But like you said, your mom being able to compartmentalize and say, I have an issue with this person, but I can't allow my issues with somebody affect your relationship. You don't internalize that because mm-hmm. you don't have that same experience and you don't need to have that same experience. Let me process my grief, trauma and frustrations on my own. And you figure out if you decide not to like your daddy, have your own personal reasons for that. But talk to him about it as well. Because even though I don't like him, I still talk to him about it. So there are women out there that can do that. There are men that can do that (coughs) within these scenarios because, you know, it can go on either side. But why don't we govern it a lot better? Why do we end up letting our insecurities and our frustrations and our biases end up entering into the parenting dynamic or the relationship in general, even if there's no kids involved? No boundaries. And everybody thinks like, you know, I mean, that's the easy fucking go to <coughs> statement, but yeah, nobody looks at like, you know, everybody, you know, you, I'm biased to what the fuck TJ do, right. but at some point, if it's me and this other person, I got to kind of like take into account they don't have my experiences. So if we're going to fucking do this, we got to kind of start putting shit. Oh, you know, this what you said here goes good there. We don't do that. Everybody goes like, I like this. I like my dick sucked at 230 every day. I like and I never go into the to the conversation that, hey, man, if she don't get off, till four, <laughs> if she don't get off until 430, I'm probably not going to get my dick sucked at 230. Right. Like that's not going to happen. Right, right. Like nobody puts into account everybody else. It's, you know. 
big ups to us. It's a selfish way to look at things. Nobody goes into it like, "Hey, this is a selfless act." I'm going into, I'm going into business and everything else with this person, so I gotta be prepared to throw and change and adjust and grow. Everybody goes, "This is what I like," and I need this person to do everything for me. It's kind of a selfish way to go about it. And nobody wants to. What were you gonna say, Corey? Can I can I chime in on that real quick? Go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, so what people got to understand, too, is that whoever, like, if the parents aren't together and whoever the child the child lives with, that parent is going to have the, the biggest influence. Yeah. Right? Because the child lives with them. So, so whatever that parent supports, naturally, the child is going to be supportive of it because... The parent that they live with is supportive of it. Right. So, so therefore, it'll make it easier for the parent that he doesn't live with to to be able to come together and co-parent because it's you know what I mean. It's just kind of like they they just have that influence. The child is there the majority of the time, and so that that will help kind of bridge that gap in in terms of where the child doesn't feel like. Uh, the parents are playing tug of war, right? Or with e- them, you know, even creating that that just, implicit <clears throat> bias towards yeah, one so. parent over the other because I live with this parent, so I have a bias against the other parent for X, Y, and Z reason. But I can attest to that to you know what Corey is saying as far as like the, your child is right. going to be influenced by whoever they're in the house with. They're going to adopt some of the some of the mannerisms, some of the mindset, some of the perspectives, and that kind of goes back to. Uh, that video that was kind of resurfacing this week, it's an old video, right. but it was resurfacing this week of the, the dad that's on the phone with his daughter and he has her on speaker and she's like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, why oh. do you always try to like, she's disrespecting her dad. Mm. She doesn't want to hear him out. She doesn't want to engage with him. And he's like, it ain't got nothing to do with me. It's really like your mom is so frustrated at me that she makes you frustrated with me over nothing. And I'm just trying to have a conversation with you. So our relationship is damaged because the parent that you're living with is sharing their bias towards me with you and you're internalizing it. And it's making our relationship trash. Yeah. You can't like weaponize a kid. Facts. Like I don't, I, Facts. Once again, I've never been in this, in this situation. Right. But I can understand to a degree like, I'm never for, like, you know, not fucking with your kids. Like, no, nah, nigga, like, ah, you know, you go through hell and high water. You brought the motherfucker here and, like, you do what you need to do. But there is a bit of, like, just you need to have just Hercules-level fucking tolerance for somebody who is, oh, you're not fucking with me or you're not fucking with this kid or I'm going to be shitty with you because you're not raising this kid in the way that I see you're not doing what I want to do. So I'm going to, you know, kind of get daddy shitty. Your daddy's not here because, you know, he's not here as opposed to, you know I work XYZ shift You know I couldn't get here at this time You could have easily shifted this. So it's just little things to take little pot shots And you end up Kid think oh you wasn't here at my game or whatever Or you know like just using little petty things to, And you've, you're kind of fucking up the kid in the long run And being able to go look Like I got issues with you But if you have unconditional love for this kid You need not create these fucking Issues, you know, because that's daddy issues, mommy issues, whatever yeah. fucking issues. Right. So I don't know, man. Be a grown up. I don't like you. That don't mean that that's your kid. Like, go on. Right. With this person, I don't like. Facts. We should be able to affirm one another to be like, even if I don't like you, I can still see this positive, positivity in you. 
I may think you are a shitty person in romantic relationships, but you are a great person or a great father. Like, be able to see the differences and affirm both. If I can tell you that you ain't shit, I should be able to tell you when you're awesome as well. I have to balance that out, especially if we have children, because my child needs to see both. They need to see that I can be transparent with you and express when I'm disgruntled about something, but they also need to see me show you praise, especially if we're not in a relationship anymore and we're not in the same household. That way the child understands cohesion, which is something that's necessary in our community in general. Like we need more cohesion. We need more affirmation and, and uplifting of one another. So regardless of your bias towards me, like, yeah, bitch, I know you hate me. I understand that. But can you love me being a good daddy? Also, I feel like you gotta take accountability for like who you was fucking with, because you know niggas there wouldn't be like I some 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 can't though. That's true. I know your I knew your motherfucking ass was crazy when I, you did, and then you got her pregnant. Yep. So it's just like my nigga, like don't expect her to be Mary Poppins of a mom. You knew she was knocking bitches in the head in the club with bottles and shit, and then you got her pregnant. So you have to figure out a way to co-parent. Would have knocked her head. Now you have to pretend in your brain like she'll never ever you all about to knock bottles in the head, bitch. So I have to be like, all right, you are knock bottles in the head, and I got to figure out a way to have good knock bottles in the head moments with this mom. Now, if you transition into Mary Poppins' mom, that's great, but I need to not try to be like she's a shit mom because no, nah, she's where she's at, and you got where she's at pregnant. He is where he's at. You was like no good nigga. He was that when you when he knocked you up. And somehow you said, in these nine months, he's going to do a fucking complete turnaround. No, let nigga, me, that's that nigga, boy. Yeah, let me. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, go for it, Corey. Go for it. Hey, let, let me, let me, let me, yeah, I want to comment on, on what you just said. So, sometimes you don't really know who you're dealing with. I'm going to be honest, right? So, yeah. in my case, you know, the mother, the mother that, I thought that I knew she, she is, she is a total kind of like, just like a stranger to me now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know. Damn. Uh, no. Damn. I'm, yeah. I'm interested. Oh, Corey, um, if you, if you listen in, click the link in and pop, pop right back in and you know, well, IG like this, how do you get in here twice? Well, that's still because of the phone. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't forget which is which, but it just. I don't need. Yeah, like you can only see one, but oh, it's okay. just yeah. Um, damn, we lost Corey, but the link still is available, my guy. So get to a better. Yeah, just, uh, just click. Yeah, just click, click the, the link end, again. It'll bring you back. It'll bring you back. But uh, um, I will ask until he until he gets back so he can finish his point. Um, when it comes to your relationship, madam with your parents when it comes to the topic has that affected you has there been any have you seen any of those like beefs between them or has there been some separation or some type of things that have affected you as a child with the with their relationship with each other or lack thereof or whatever the case is like what's what's your experience and and how has it affected you um i would say for the most part a lot of children wouldn't know daddy ain't shit unless they heard mama say it. Right. But I saw it. Okay. So I didn't even need her perspective to realize what the situation was. Right. Um, because I've never seen them in a positive space or um, just try to be adult about certain topics. I've never tried to do 
the adult thing and step up and say, well, hey, dad, I know y'all don't have the best relationship, but this is what me and you can do. Right. I've never done that either. I've always kind of followed my mom's lead. Um, but my situation is different, though, because I've now met my biological father. I don't even know, oh boy, what my dad. But anyway, it's a whole other subject. <laughs> a whole other conversation. Whole other subject. But now that I've met my biological father, who is literally my best friend, um, it it just gives me a new perspective on parenting, yeah. maturity, uh, what it looks like to sit down and talk about boundaries or what I do and don't like, will and won't accept. He's teaching me all of this now mm-hmm. at thirty one, uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I even answered the question. I just started going at it. No, but I, I can appreciate you being passionate and expressing the importance of connecting with my dad and what he's despite teaching. Despite what him and her got going yeah, on, yeah. Despite what they had going on, or despite the separation for a long period of time, this person is still an integral part of my life. Like mm-hmm. I still need them. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we have to understand when it comes to children. Your child needs both of you. My child needs me as a father. My child needs you as a mother. Even if there are imperfections, we are both still needed within this process. So when there is an issue, how do I make sure that you get what you need regardless of all of that? So even... You don't have to disclose all the personal information if you don't want to. But, like, with you meeting your biological dad and saying, mm-hmm. like, oh, I had a, a kind of a terrible relationship with this person only to find out that that ain't even my real daddy. Like, yeah. how does that happen? Like, have you gotten an understanding of how that happens? Have you been able to express with... How does it happen? What do you mean? How, like, you know how it happened. What do you mean, how does it happen? <laughs> as far as the confusion of, like... This ain't your daddy, but this is your dad. Or like, what there? What were the reasons behind this is your dad, and then you find out later this is not my dad? Like, what were the motivations? Small behind? town country mindset. So instead of, no offense to my people, uh, but instead of saying, "Hey, I know this is not her real dad. He's not treating her well. Mm-hmm. I know this is not her real dad, but I'm not going to say anything because I want to protect the family's name." Or the family's, uh, what is it I'm looking for, uh, reputation. Mm-hmm. So it was swept under the rug for so many years. The whole family knew, the whole town knew, everybody but me. Um, but reputation, that's what it was at the end of the day. Um, and I want to double back on something that my family used to say a lot when my dad. I feel like adults can disrespect children, period. Yeah. Uh, but when I would get disrespected, a lot of uh, what I would hear was, but that's still your daddy. So I grew up thinking, uh, not, not only... That's, that affected boundary with yes. me because I let you cross it time after time after time after time. Even though I'm a child, I'm letting you cross that line with me. And it, I grew up and I'm still letting that line be crossed right. um, because that's your dad. I don't know. Y'all know how it is in the South with that Southern mentality. Like yeah. you respect elders no matter what they say or right. do to you. So it could be a 55-year-old walk up to you and slap you in the face and you got to take it because they're older than you are. But that really fucked me up when it came to adulthood and boundaries. Now, I don't know what that line is because I've always taken anything right. that I was given. But still learning, still learning. But my new, new dad, my new, new dad, Your new dad. is teaching me. So I feel like I'm seven years old all over again. That's an amazing title, my new, new dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good My t-shirt. new, new dad. The new one, not the old one. The real, the real one. The real one. The real one has an opportunity to do what he was really supposed to be doing, and that—that's what's awesome. The thing that kind of bothers me, so like even with 
your experience and Corey's experience highlighting the importance of an actual father being in their child's life. But even for like your situation, I'm in this situation knowing that this isn't really my child. And I know that I'm causing them damage, not yes. just because I'm lying to them and not telling them the truth, but also because I'm treating them as if they are not my child. Why won't I let the actual father do their job? Pride. How much is too much before it kills me? So how much is too much on your mom's regard to where it killed you in some instances? Like you were so worried about having all of this, which was not necessary, that I ended up taking away the necessary things from you and it caused you harm. The necessary thing being your actual father who would have loved and affirmed you more for longer. Question. Go ahead. But it's also I feel like I'm do my thing where I'm like I'm taking a journey here. Take a journey. We're going so, on a trip. Let's go. So piggybacking off what you said with the whole that is like everybody if you know you have your southern culture, they do have a lot of the elders just elder it up. And you know, if you They're a gang. Yeah, if you take that as you know, depending who you talk to, that might be the boundary of the elders that you don't speak ill of elders you let them that's their boundary at what point are people using the term because now everybody got like you know everybody got the self-help apps and the mental whatever. are we using the term boundaries as a way to bolster up bullshit like a mixture between you use a boundary not let about nobody you know fucking dog walk you and shit but sometimes certain types of foots in the ass are ways to benefit you like you quote-unquote punish your kids out of love your kid can't go boundary, mom. You can't fucking punish me. That's my boundary. No, nigga. Like, like how? Like, what's the? I guess boundary between boundaries. I, 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 to be honest, in today's society, I'll say the kid can. Not that it's a good thing, but we we empower kids to be able to use your voice, which is a good thing. But we do it in the wrong way. So even like the 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 meme that I referred to as far as like the dad talking to his daughter on the speakerphone she's expressing her boundaries but she doesn't understand the bias that she's creating the boundaries with the negative perspective that she has towards her dad which has absolutely no fact to support it at all you're mad at your dad because your mom is mad at your dad so you're going hey dad you can't talk to me at all not because you're talking to me disrespectfully i'm just upset with you but why are you upset with me i don't want to talk about it right now well, how are we supposed to make this better if you don't want to talk to me? Like, you can talk to me and still be respectful. You don't have to be mean. I don't want to talk. Like, I have this aggression mm-hmm. with you. I'm shooting myself in the foot. Kind of what Corey said. Because the parent that you live with, you are internalizing their perspective. And you're not understanding why you have that perspective to begin with or even how it damages you. So it's one big cycle of messy bullshit that we need to we got to get some wipes. We got to get some wipes and we got to start cleaning the ass because right now we are we smearing shit all over and it's not benefiting anybody because nobody wants to do the cleanup. Sounds like you should go to therapy so you can understand the why. But, you know, that's just me. Go. Oh, my bad. Go for it, Corey. Take off. No, no, no. You get you get. Um, I, I was going to say this, that, you know, when a woman, uh, and I hate to go to the R. Kelly thing, but like <laughs> when, when, when they fed up, <laughs> when they, when they're fed up about something, it's, it's, it, it, you know, it's not like it's a quick months, a few weeks that they're going to get over it, man. It takes years. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like literally it takes years to try to even just come to the table right. and say, you know what? Let, we, we need to have a sit down. We need let's let, let's talk. You know what? It, and it and sometimes it baffles me to where 
I say to myself, wow, like, how do we get here? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how do we get here to the point to where we can't even stand to be in the same room with each other? Right. And I, I just think that's terrible. Like, it's, it's, it's terrible to the point to where how it's, it's, it's so far gone that it's, it's almost beyond saving. So, you know what I'm saying? It's almost beyond saving. And the only way that I feel like it can be saved if, you know, you come to the table. Let's, let's, let's talk this out. Let's have a sit down. Because at the end of the day, it's about the children or child that that we have. And we, we, we both want the best for our children. So I just feel like when, you, when you're at odds with the parents, because, it, it, listen, you know what I mean? How many guys I talk to? That's not. They're not at odds with the parents. They're more at odds with the court. They're more at odds with the fact that they got to pay child support, high child support, or or you know they're battling other things other than the parent. Right. That's that. That's crazy too. So it's like, you know, you're battling the parent. I'm like, that's you know, if anything, we need to be kind of on the same page. You know what I mean? But. It, 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 it's real ugly because there's a lot of feelings that you know, and, and it's and it's feelings from the past. Right, I agree with that. That affects the current situation. Yeah. So, so as men, I would say, like you know, kind of putting the shift in the onus to us. At what point yeah. do um, I guess do we as men start shifting the narrative of like, because I shouldn't find out after we're kid after we have a kid. That you know you can't have a conversation Or that we're incompatible with conflict and shit like that Like how do You know I feel like I have A, a decent example but you know it's It's how you know we make mm-hmm. when I make the joke About um if you want some You know if you want to tell the truth and get some ass You got to talk to 30 women to get that five If you want to lie you know you can talk to seven And get the five as opposed to Coming in the gate in a relationship like this is how We should handle it you yelling is wrong Me doing this is wrong setting These standards where somebody you have to take the, You have to take the Brunt that you everybody you talk to might go Nigga fuck that I don't want to talk to you You know you need to come apologize to me as setting The standard that why aren't we having conversations Because if I'm looking at a future with you Then I need to start early With this is not the way To fucking do this we do Not fucking don't Key my shit we don't yell and cuss at each other If you can't be able to Set that person early and look at somebody And they go you know what nigga that makes sense That don't mean that every argument from henceforth We're going to just turn into you know the great debaters But setting a standard that This is what we're moving towards So we don't need to scream We don't need to if it feels like you versus me Then yeah we should take a, we should take a walk For two days and then come back to when we're in the space Of it's you and me versus Whatever fucking issue we got As opposed to now we you know, ten years down the line with a human being and we're still in the space of fuck that nigga, fuck that fuck that bitch. Because the whole thing is still fueled by my ego and my feelings and my pride and my blah blah blah, all the selfish horse shit. I'll I'll, I'll answer that in two ways. And y'all can feel free to chime in. Um, these balls, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say in general, we avoid accountability. We don't like difficult conversations. We don't like difficult conversations. That's why we try to fit into certain molds based on what we've been told to do, based on what we've been influenced to conform to. We don't try to step outside of that because that's uncomfortable to have conversations about that. It's uncomfortable to have conversations with, you know, say a woman having a conversation with a man to 
reach the realization like, oh, he just wants sex from me. That's an uncomfortable conversation to have. That's a blow to your ego. But that doesn't mean that, oh, he wants to have sex with me right now. We have a sexual relationship right now, but he actually is starting to have more of affinity for me. You don't recognize that or get to understand that until you have those difficult conversations. So for us, we avoid the accountability of transparent, vulnerable conversation, authentic conversation to the point to where we we get to see the red flags and the negatives, but we don't get to see the benefits and the progress and the future that can be because of these types of conversations. Now, your original question was the onus on men, right? I say this all the time on the show. Men don't know their worth. And I don't say that to say like men are more important in a relationship, but men, we have this stereotype for us to where we don't, we don't allow ourselves to really be vulnerable. I could take it. Right. We don't allow ourselves to communicate our boundaries, to communicate our thresholds, to, to communicate our needs. We barely communicate our wants. So we just kind of like grin and bear it. That's what men do. We grin and bear it to the point to where you get put in this type of situation where she's flown off to handle and doesn't want to let you do what you, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be a father and you don't want to allow me to do that. Now I'm trying to have my voice because my livelihood as a father weighs in on this, but I've been quiet for so long and internalizing my emotions for so long. I don't know how to communicate this effectively externally. If I understood my worth from the beginning, I would know how to go ahead and express myself regardless of the worry, the fear, the anxiety, the scrutiny, all these other things that may tell me to keep quiet in my head. I know I understand how important it is for me to advocate for myself. So from day one, I'm expressing my needs. I'm expressing my insecurities, my frustrations. I want to know yours as well because I want to know what I have to deal with. We don't know our worth enough to initiate that conversation. So we end up subconsciously or unconsciously putting ourselves in situations with uh-uh uh-uh who the fuck is that bitch now we've ended yeah, up with her yikes. because we didn't pay attention to i should have been able to speak my mind from jump i was too busy like yeah my word ain't important as long as i get that ass and she feed me i'm cool no that's not that's not it you are more than that so allow yourself to express that you are more than that because if shit hits the fan you're gonna need to know how to advocate for yourself i agree I will say just to give some. Let advice. me um. Let me go. Court. Let me. Can I chime in on that? Go yes. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just gonna say that. I, I was just gonna say that. Um. You know that might be true in I guess some other relationships, but um, I don't have that. Looking at my son's mother in some type of sexual way, like I told you earlier, like I don't even really know, like, who she is anymore. Right. You know, when I knew her, when we were together, like I knew her at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. But but like over the years and whatever she was bitter or mad at me about, that's totally changed her into somebody totally different. Right. And I don't there's no type of favors, sexual favors. I don't want nothing from her. like, you know, I, I only thing I want from her is just let's just be cordial with each other. And let's, you know, when it comes to decision making, as far as our, our, our child is concerned, let's come together for that. But other than that, I'm not I mean, she's married. You know, she's she 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 has her own you know life, which I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. That's that's all good. I'm not even you know, I don't have no type of sexual any type of favors or anything. I just I just want us to be able to come together when we need to, because this the times where I, I, I used to try to have these discussions 
those discussions turn into arguments. Mm-hmm. So when they turn into arguments, nobody's reaching nobody. Right. It's it's just it's just words, right? Mm-hmm. So what wh- what have I done from that? You know, when I know I can't reach her in just a simple conversation. Right. I just say it myself. You know, if 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 the conversation and she needs to talk to me for whatever reason, she she has a number. She can call say hey. I just want to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. Cool. But dear, like I, I don't reach out to her no kind of way unless I feel like I unless I feel like I have to. Right. And that's just to keep the peace. Right. You know what I mean? Because my sanity is more important than anything. Right. Right? So I'm not about to go crazy about something that I can't even I can't control in no form or fashion. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I just I sit back, let things come to me. However, they come, but to try to have a discussion when you know where it's going to, you know where it's going. Nah, right. I, I need my sanity. <laughs> right, real talk. <laughs> Which I can under, I can understand yeah. you drawing that that healthy boundary mm-hmm. of like, I can understand how this is going to turn out, so I'm not even going down that direction. But that also kind of plays into right. the point that I was making. Like you deciding, yeah. I'm just gonna st- I'm just gonna keep to myself. I'm gonna let her initiate the conversation. That way, I can't be looked at as the aggressor. Like you suppressing your voice, you taking away your your confidence in the ability to initiate the conversation. Because anything I initiate is gonna be looked at as negative. Like this is your trauma response. It's a boundary for you, but your <laughs> boundary is based in yeah. your trauma <laughs> response. Because it's like. I have to protect myself some way and I don't feel like I properly can. So I feel like this is my only option. So this is what I'm going to do. And a lot of men get put into that position where the behaviors that we display are our trauma response. So that kind of goes into what I said earlier as far as like struggling with or not knowing your worth to the point to where I feel like I have to accept this trauma response as opposed to no, no, God damn it. Like I, I got a voice. And my shit deserves to be heard. I'm not about to suppress my voice because you don't know how to goddamn communicate. Well, that's a too, that's a dangerous street too because you express your voice and then you get put in that like, you know. Well, that's if you get like low. That's if you get angry or something like that. It's like now you look like fucking danger zone, and it's right. like, well, you've been taking ten pounds of shit. Well, like the man is not required to not lose his shit. But I was gonna say earlier that that kind of is to make you know because it's. Everybody, men should definitely like have a voice, and there should be a little bit more of. If you're gonna be a safe space, be the safe space. Like you be, you know, men to be more vocal about their emotions. All right, cool, but that do require that you got to kind of sit there and eat that a little bit. Not eat disrespect. Nobody's saying that anybody that sit there and yell that. Don't get talked down to. Don't get disrespected. Mm. But if somebody goes, "Hey, man, you're doing A, B, and C," and everything you say back is, "I wouldn't have done this if you hadn't have done whatever." I mean, we throwing accountability and all types of shit out the window. Like, right. okay, you feel this way. You feel this way when I do whatever, whatever. I feel this way. I'm being vulnerable. Now, if you want me to be vulnerable, you got to kind of create a space for the vulnerability is not judged. And that's why I said, like, you know, you got to kind of step. If you, if you got to take a step back, if you got to whatever, you can't come in. You can at least try not to come in hot. And you got to, you know, as far as the men being vulnerable, you got to come in not throwing fucking mud. I felt like this when you did that. Give it room to be like, nigga, I might have misinterpreted what the fuck she said. But if, once again, if everybody's goal is not to fix the issue and you come in like, this motherfucker not finna tell me no shit. This motherfucker not finna sit up here and blame me. 
Well, nigga, we fighting, and I'd rather just get the goddamn swords and cut the bullshit out. <laughs> like, cause if we gonna talk and fix it, let's do that. If we gonna go to war, then you know, I don't know, do that. I guess right. I don't want to do that, but you know, I mean, it's, be it's, honest. It's important for us to understand, like, communication, vulnerability, authenticity. You can't want those things when they benefit you, but not when they are in disagreement with you. If you can't handle somebody saying something that is not in agreement with you and handle it in an amicable way, a peaceful way, then you don't know how to communicate. And you have to be able to sit with yourself and take accountability for that. I don't know how to communicate because when somebody says something I don't agree with, I get triggered. We can't even recognize that. Kind of like when I share with you. Like, see, men don't know how to that, that conversation I was having. And it's like you don't I recognize. S- I say this even at my own detriment because I don't always want to fucking hear this. Nobody does. But if you can't enter the situation and goddamn it, maybe not with that person, but maybe, you know, you sitting by yourself and you having your Batman time, you sitting on top of the fucking th- and building with the gargoyle and you thinking, brooding. yeah, when you brooding by yourself, like, fuck her. Like, I don't know, nigga, give yourself 10 minutes and you ma'ams, niggas is gender neutral in this conversation. Um, no, not you, ma'am, the ma'ams out there that are looking. Um, yeah, just, just think of your, like, it, it takes nothing if you if your threshold is five minutes. I am the villain. Everything they said was just five. Just sit with it. Like, what if I was being a complete piece of shit? What if everything the fuck I'm saying is a complete deflection? Just play with it. Now, you can, y'all are fucking, you got cognitive skills. This motherfucking shit up here work. You can differentiate between, all right, man, I'm in a fucking depressive state and I'm shitting on myself. Or, damn, nigga, you really was an asshole. You weren't. And now you're getting somewhere. Because now you, hey, you know what? I don't agree with the 10 things you said, but it's about six and a half. You're right. And shit, half the time, if you tell the motherfucker they right starting in, we didn't diffuse all the fighting shit. I thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying, so, let's, now we get to fucking fixing the issue. But if you can't ever go, and fuck, I was an asshole because you, I was a complete piece of shit just because. You walk in saying you was a complete piece of shit just because. That nigga eat your ass and buy your bag, boy. <laughs> Trying to help the world. Maybe. Ho- hopefully. Well, that, that, that wait, is the hope time, that it will be received. No, wait, let me, let me rephrase that. That depends where you at on your journey to getting on the team. Now, man, if you're a practice squad member or you're doing tryouts, that doesn't fucking count. You know, if you, you know, but if you're a fucking franchise player, fucking world your oyster, man. I don't be knowing a lot of shit, but I like to think you I know, know what? a little hey, can I, can I, go, go ahead, Corey. Yeah, go for it. It's your work, Corey. <laughs> I I want to know what the woman's perspective is on this and all of this because you know it's it's it, it's I can always talk from a man perspective I can talk from my own personal experience right but I I've talked to some other women about this and a lot of women see exactly where I'm coming from mm-hmm. but um since we got a woman on the on a panel I want I want to I want to ask her what's what's her opinion and how she views this whole thing in terms of, you know, the woman, you know, creating some of these obstacles. And and you got a good father. You got a father that's really trying to be there for their child. Like, how how does she? Uh, and I'm sorry, I didn't get uh, what's your name. Hi, I'm Nina. I have no kids, no baby mama drama. <laughs> I can't hear relate to any of Nina. This. Yes, Nina. Um. I, I can say there are women. Uh, that, okay, so, okay. It's yeah. Good. We clearly have a delay. A de- oh, it's a delay. Yeah, it's a Got delay. It. We're good, though? Yeah, yeah no, no, go ahead. It's just a um, delay in 
yeah, like I said, I don't have any kids, so a lot of this I'm just like, mm-mm, I, I don't have to deal with this. I'll make sure I don't deal with this. Um, but I, I'll say this. You can, you can meet a woman that's super sweet, super cool, but once that baby comes out, she does become another person, mm-hmm. and that's something that a person cannot help. So I've noticed that he said two or three times, I don't know this person. She became a different person. Right. So now you have to figure out who this person is and deal with that because it seems like you're still trying to relate to the person that she once was. She's not that person anymore. But there are a lot of women that uh, may have past feelings, so they hold it against the child's father, which I think is absolutely disgusting. I hate that so much. Um there are women that right. use the child as a pawn. Well, if you don't do this, you don't see Junior. Or if you don't say this or blah, 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 when I want you to, you don't get Lil Mike. I hate that, too. Um, I can't speak on that. I'm no therapist. I don't know why women do it. But I am here to say, yes, sir, you are correct. It happens, and it happens often. Uh, but there are good women out there that you don't have that mm-hmm. baby mama drama with. You co-parent nicely. Um, I'm a, Yeah. Yeah. I would say let me let me let me let me just say this real quick because I feel like this is important. So if you can if the co-parents can agree just agree on small things, right? So for example, um I had to get on my son about uh picking up the phone and calling me throughout the week because he would just kind of, you know, I hear from him one time and then I, you know, I won't I won't hear from him like until maybe the end of the week So I had to get on him And I was like yo dude yo, um, I understand that I don't see you every day But doesn't mean I don't want to hear from you Does it have to be every single day But at least you know four times You know four to five times out the week Let me yo pick up the phone right So I would think that His mom Would support that Right just Just Support him picking up the phone, calling his father. Not unless you communicate like, that with her. You know that that takes no. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I try. The fact that the fact that that was even a discussion bothered me because I felt like this is simple. This, you know, what I mean, this is a simple thing by telling your child, "Yo, did you talk to your father today? Oh, you didn't." Yo, make sure you call him. Be, you know what I'm saying? After you finish your homework or whatever you're doing, make sure you pick up the phone. I just kind of feel like if I got to debate that, imagine if it was something, you know, mad difficult, mad, uh, in an extreme situation. So we, we got to be able to agree on the small things. So when the bigger things come, it's, 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 it's a more. Um, you're not gonna you're not gonna use your feelings against against me. You're just gonna you're just gonna use logic, simple logic. You know what I mean? And I I think that's what, that that's like my hard thing in terms of trying to get over that that we can't even be, you know, you can't just use just basic logic to be able to agree on the situation, and that's you know that's a problem. It's, you know? it's it's definitely frustrating, but to kind of transition, <laughs> my my final thought will kind of be, yeah. and I've had to learn this lesson myself. I can't approach other people with the expectation that they will understand things the way that I think they should be understood. I, you know, I have to put my bias aside to make sure that there is clarity. 
And if there ain't clarity, I got to go back to the drawing board and keep trying to create clarity until clarity happens. But I can't approach it with this is common damn sense. I shouldn't be. Ha- I shouldn't. But I still have to. And I can't expect them to look at this situation the way that yeah. I think it should be looked at. So um, in general, for everybody and especially for you, Corey, based on what you're going through, find your voice, utilize yeah. your voice. Don't let it be suppressed because of the circumstances. Communicate your needs as effectively as you can be as authentic and vulnerable as possible. Even when your vulnerability is not being reciprocated or respected, don't let that change you from doing what you need to do to get what you need. Um, that'll be my, my last final word for the day. You got something for the people? Uh, nah, man. We want to get Corey back in here for for a second one. Uh, we talked about that. Um, what you yeah. said was what you said was perfect, man. You just kind of gotta, you know, kind of try to understand that everybody's not looking at it the way you're looking at it. And if the goal is to fix the issue, right. we gotta kind of be able to look at this thing from multiple perspectives. You know, you need to respect my viewpoint. I need to respect yours. And then you know, you kind of. Put it all on the table And if the goal is to fix it And you know And you're coming from a place of Fixing the issue If she's got You know like some hurt And her hurt is like Fuck everything that nigga going through Then that's why he's not Then that's why he might not be calling you Cause In her mind it's like Man fuck that nigga For the 57 things he did this week And what Answering the phone is not a thing You talking about something logical Cause you might be focused on today And not taking into account Whatever the fuck she got on her mind I ain't making it right It just mean I'm not seeing things From the same perspective and I am enjoying this conversation So uh, Whenever we link up man um, Love to have you on For another episode yeah. Appreciate you coming through th- Today And uh, As for the rest of y'all man We're gonna see y'all on Monday Absolutely Lean in here And Absolutely I'm- man Y'all take care man And I appreciate I appreciate y'all giving me the chance To just bring Shine some light on On on, on these types of situations no Thank you Thank you so much It means a lot to me man no really does y'all all, Corey. We awesome, appreciate yeah. you Bringing the topic right, to Nina. the phone You keep walking through Zone 6 and them Tims My boy <laughs> <laughs> Later Might catch a plane And get fly for no reason Some shit you just Can't sprinkle for the season Some shit you just